The cosmetics industry is growing rapidly without any signs of slowing down. But with more people becoming conscious about their looks and health, new technologies and treatments are being introduced regularly. So what is the difference between cosmetics and cosmeceuticals? Cosmetics and cosmeceuticals both enhance the beauty of the skin. However, these two similar products, which can sometimes be found in the same section of department stores, are not quite the same thing. Cosmetics are mainly for cover-ups, such as foundation. Cosmeceuticals, on the other hand, work from within to stimulate natural processes. Cosmetics are used for the purpose of enhancing beauty and are worn primarily for that reason. Cosmeceuticals is a relatively new category in the cosmetic market. Cosmeceutical products are different from cosmetics since they have additional benefits in the treatment or care of the skin, such as acne remedies and sunscreens, which they may also be used to prevent or treat other diseases. Cosmetics are intended to promote the beauty processes, while cosmeceuticals target the structure and function of your skin. In other words, cosmetics are used externally to beautify, whereas cosmeceuticals work at a deeper level in the skin to improve the health of your skin. Interestingly, antiperspirants that stop you from sweating, toothpaste that whitens teeth, or antibacterial soaps, as well as 50-plus sunscreens, are classed by definition as drugs. In this episode, I dive deeper into the differences in skincare products and how cosmeceutical products differ from cosmetics. If you're driving or exercising while you're listening to this episode, don't worry, I have taken the notes for you and you can read the transcripts of this episode on my website, yanaelston.com, and the link is in the show notes. Welcome to the Skincare Teacher Beauty Tip Show, brought to you by SkincareSchoolOnline.com. In this show, you will discover skincare and beauty tips that absolutely work. I'm Jana Elston, a qualified beauty therapist, skincare educator and blogger, and in this show, I will share my expert insights into the best beauty treatments that will transform your skin. Tune in each week to learn about how to look after your skin and manage skin conditions, including a sensitized skin, acne, aging, or pigmentation. Whenever you hear people talking about cosmetics, they generally refer to makeup. The FDA defines cosmetics as makeup and as products designed for cleansing, beautifying, promoting attractiveness, or altering the appearance without affecting the body structure or function. So, soaps, shampoo, deodorants, fragrances, makeup, etc. are classed as cosmetics. I used to think it was Dr. Albert Klingman who first used the term cosmeceutical. However, researching it, I found it was Raymond Reed, founder of the US Society of Cosmetic Chemists, who created the concept of cosmeceuticals in 1961. The American dermatologist Dr. Albert Klingman popularized the term cosmeceutical in the late 1970s. In 1980, he went on to research vitamin A and its effects on acne, sun damage, and premature aging. This is when retinol and its use in skincare were first used, which has revolutionized how we treat the skin today. Dr. Albert Klingman defined cosmeceuticals as skincare products combining cosmetics and pharmaceutical ingredients. 
These are more active than basic skincare products, which cleanse and cover up imperfections. Cosmeceuticals are regarded as skincare products with active ingredients claiming to have stronger benefits than basic cosmetics, but not as strong as prescription drugs. Many cosmeceutical lines are known for delivering visible results without using prescription drugs. In the ever-evolving beauty market, the variations for the cosmeceutical concept have exploded. Some similar terms I have seen for cosmeceuticals include nutraceuticals, ingested orally, aquaceuticals using marine products, floraceuticals using botanicals, neoceuticals, dermoceuticals, cosmeticals, active cosmetics, nutricosmetics, etc. <laughs> Regardless of what they call themselves, they are all essentially the same. Skincare products with active ingredients which claim to have stronger benefits than basic cosmetics but are not as strong as prescription drugs. Cosmeceutical products can now be purchased just about everywhere. I have seen products in pharmacies, not surprisingly, since cosmeceuticals are originally a marriage of cosmetics and pharmaceuticals. Cosmeceuticals are not restricted to beauty products only. Many department stores, supermarkets and pharmacy products contain ingredients that fall under the classification of cosmeceuticals, such as retinol, vitamin B3 or niacinamide, vitamin C, hydroxyl acids, peptides, growth factors and so on. High percentages of active ingredients are no longer the only differentiating factor, nor is the delivery system. Encapsulation technology have been around for decades and is used by many big brands. Some cosmeceutical products do have high percentages of active ingredients and department store products have been using active ingredients and advanced delivery systems for a long time. So, what makes a professional, salon-only cosmeceutical different to a department store or a pharmacy skincare product? What makes the difference is the quality of the raw ingredients, the quality of the end product, and a professional strength formula that delivers results. Generally, professional-only products have higher percentages of actives in them, but the thing that sets them apart is the elegant and clever formulations. The higher percentage of actives, the different variety of actives, and the way ingredients are combined to deliver a synergistic effect makes them different to general cosmetics. Professional-only products rarely advertise to the mass market. They rely on the results and word of mouth, not so much on marketing. So they have to perform and deliver dramatic results and fast. Professional-only products usually have an extensive range that can be tailored to individual skin types, skin conditions, or concerns. They are professional only for a very good reason. It takes a trained, certificate for, diploma or degree qualified skin therapist to understand the skin in detail and the complex biological mechanisms and how these are affected by the environment and lifestyle. Only a qualified and trained therapist can confidently develop an effective treatment plan using professional only products that will deliver results. And now, let's have a quick chat about how the first signs of aging is usually dehydration. Did you know the first signs of aging is usually dehydration? This is a skin condition where the skin has lost too much water and feels tight and dry, 
causing fine lines, wrinkles, and crepey skin. Dehydration is relatively easy to fix. Drink two liters of water a day. Use a gentle milky cleanser that will hydrate as it cleanses and a hyaluronic acid-rich moisturizer to rehydrate, smooth, and plump the skin. In addition to a hydrating moisturizer, try a hyaluronic acid serum. Hyaluronic acid is one of the most effective ingredients for reducing the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles because it holds up to a thousand times its weight in water, making it an excellent humectant for the skin. It also helps keep your skin hydrated by attracting moisture from the air into your skin so that it looks plump and healthy instead of dry and wrinkled. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tune in each week for the latest beauty news and trends. If you have any comments or questions, you can connect with me on my Facebook group, Skincare Teacher Beauty Tips. You will find a link in my show notes. Until next time, have a beautiful week.